Welcome to Rebecca Sounds Reveille. Guess who we have back today? This is really great because we have somebody who is known all across the region as that little ball of joy and energy, and that she is. We have had her now on, and she is a regular returning guest who really has been so inspirational to so many people, not only in her age group as a girlpreneur and a best-selling double author, actually more than that now, and a motivational speaker, but to our age group too, all across the board. She brings so much motivation to the table. It is fantastic. She's a speaker, an actress, a voiceover talent, a teen influencer, and she has really been just continuing to be on the move. She's got more stuff that we're going to talk about today. We also want to talk about her new book, and we really want to go over this one again. This is going to be a lot of fun and more. So let's bring Ariana Fox back on. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Rebecca. So great to be on as per usual. <laughs> I am absolutely excited because you are just doing so many things. And since we spoke last time, I've been watching the things that you've had going on on social media. And wow, <laughs> I'm going, yes, yes, this is great. And there's just more and more that you're doing. Tell me a little bit about what's been going on. Oh my word, so much stuff. It's crazy. Um, I've been um, I've been doing a lot of voiceover work. I've been doing uh, a lot of writing and um, lots of stuff going on with Saber Black that I'm sure we'll talk about. And um, and then also just the other day, um, oh. just just like I think either yesterday or the day before. No, uh, the day before we actually um, we had finally done and I, I had done a business pitch that I had been preparing for and memorizing for for a long time and I'm really really excited about that it's uh for a competition called swim with the sharks and um it helps basically the youth of Delaware right now um so it's it's it helps kids to get their business pitch out there for a prize of possible ten thousand dollars so pretty exciting yeah, let's talk about this for a second, because I've got yeah. to tell you, no matter what age group that you're in, doing a business pitch is really sort of gut-wrenching in a lot of ways. You know, <laughs> yeah. you've got to get that pitch right to yeah. get whatever it is that you're shooting for, if it's a contract or in this case, $10,000. So right. tell us a little bit about the challenges that you had with how you wanted to do this and make it move to the way I mean really how you wanted it right no absolutely um yeah it was definitely a challenge my parents helped me out a lot with it because um for most speeches I would kind of do it now just myself but with this one I'm like okay I I need help because I've never written a business pitch before and you know we need to we need to really make it powerful and make it pop so it was it was a very interesting learning experience for me to just kind of learn how to create one that is not just like okay so this is the fact and this is the fact and hopefully i wowed you you know it's like no you have to really you know have that energy and you have to bring but you also have to bring and this is something that i that was new to me because i've always been doing motivational speaking but this was more of a also they want to see the facts too and they want to see the how is this going to benefit the delaware economy so it was just a really really interesting um learning curve for me um but yes yeah, so we were writing it i was memorizing it um we actually i actually had to make a a keynote presentation uh like on like kind of like a powerpoint presentation in essentially 30 minutes right before i was about to do it um so that was that was fun um but no yeah it was really great 
So do you recommend that the younger generation, younger than myself, your age group, maybe even a little bit younger, start learning how to do this? Because ultimately, this is yes. a very competitive arena across the board, entertainment, um, just about anything, actually. And right. so um, you have to set yourself apart. But ultimately, the one thing people fail to do besides making themselves shine on there and telling them why you are a good candidate is what you are going to bring to the company where exactly. they're going to benefit. And that's, exactly. that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. It is. And you're, you're exactly right. To answer your question, I definitely think that uh, kids and teens should have a little bit more of that, you know, that opportunity to learn how to do that because they're going to need to eventually, whether it's their own business pitch or somehow just, just, just to know is really good. You know, nowadays in the educational systems, there is not a lot of financial literacy and financial education. That's kind of a sad thing, but, you know, we see, we see so little of, you know, <laughs> educating kids for one of the most important things in their lives that they're going to have to to figure out you know they the learning math is amazing learning history is incredible learning science is awesome but finances is really one of the biggest things that you need to know in life so you know i think that it, that definitely should be something they should know is how to make a business pitch or how to write a pitch in general but definitely like a a, um, I, a yeah. yeah i totally agree because business is everywhere no matter what what type of area of life that it is there's a business in it yeah exactly so right understanding business pitches proposals what roi means which is the return, return on investment, investment and that's what mm -hmm. all it's all about what does yes. that company get out of this exactly. and so the thing is learning that early on allows you to be a good business entrepreneur either for yourself or helping someone else or getting in to a company, understanding how business works. So this is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I totally agree with you. And like you said, it's all about ROI. And it's like some people, you know, it, it's a, it's a nice balance because, you know, we, it's really important to know about money and finances, but it's also important not to keep your head only on that, you know, to know that, you know, it's all about the journey as well. So it's a really life to quote Dr. Seuss from, Oh, the places you'll go. He said, life is a great balancing act. And it's so true. Life is a great balancing act. You know, it's it something there's, you have to, you know, focus on how you can make money so you can survive, but you also have to focus on the, the positivity and the gratitude and all of that, you know? So, so true. So, okay, so this is quite exciting what you have going on. Tell me also now what's next that you've been doing. So many things. I know. <laughs> so many things. Um, voiceovers is, those are huge right now for me. Um, I, 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 I've, I, I think I mentioned this last time. It's amazing how many um, how much the voiceover industry is booming right now, because it is right now with COVID-19, there are still some restrictions in some places. And so it's all at home recording at home studio, you know, getting the microphone and recording from home. And it's huge because now people are using all this extra time to, uh, make anim you know, animated movies, animated, um, uh, shorts and all kinds of things and making commercials and all these things that voiceovers are needed for. Um, and it's perfect because everybody has this time at home. So that's been a huge thing um, here. Definitely. 
That is exciting. Now, let me ask you, does it get tiring sitting there trying to read or reread so that you can get it right? Yeah. How does it work? Because I know a lot of people are probably going, okay, what is in it? Is somebody sitting in a small box and trying to just look at the words that are, you know, in front of them? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, great question. Um, for me, so it was actually really funny because for a while I was in an actual little tiny like studio down in our basement that we have. Um, but because of some things we had to do to renovate the house, we actually have it up in the office now. And um, and so it's not the ideal, like the perfect recording studio because the perfect would have literally like those foam things on the walls everywhere, locked in completely airtight. Um, but we do have like um, a pop, a, like a buzzer, uh, what is it called? It's those a pop filter, uh, yeah. pop filter yeah. for the microphone. Um, so that way it filters out stuff. And then also you have to learn a little bit of editing. This is something I was actually very, this, I thought this was very interesting. So to answer that question, it really depends on the voice actor and the voice studio because it, it, it really depends. Like we have ours out of our office and some have it in this tiny enclosed claustrophobic studio, you know? And so, um, but it really does depend. But one of the things that has surprised me that I have had to learn and found kind of fun to learn uh -oh. at the same time is audio editing. Now, when a lot of times, um, there will be projects where if you are a voice actor, then all you have to do is just record, make sure you have good sound as best as it can be, and then send it off to the people. And they oftentimes have an audio engineer. That's what they call an audio engineer or audio editor. And so that happens a lot. A lot of times also, maybe about 40% of the time, you'll also be asked to edit your audio and make sure that it's completely free of pops and buzzes. And, you know, if you, if you're getting excited and you move your hand and it makes a popping sound, that's, that's not cool, you know? So that is a big thing that I've actually realized like, oh, wow. You know, I also have to not just do the voices, but also uh, get kind of get into editing it a little bit. And over the years, I, I told my parents, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of surprised I, I can, I can make it like almost seamless with like, okay, you know, I say one thing and then another thing and put them together and it sounds like the same sentence. So, but you have to know how to do that too, um, you know, over time. So yeah, just kind of stuff like that, but it's a really fun thing. And it's, if you have all the equipment you need, it's pretty easy. And I know some people, <laughs> I know some people who I've talked to that they said like, oh yeah, I, I couldn't do voiceover work because I don't have the voice for voiceover work. No, chances are you do because, yes. because they, people need voices for any kind of voice and every kind of voice, like whether it's a light, soothing, angelic voice or a deep baritone voice, or if it's scratchy and rough and you're like, oh no, I, I can't, I have a, this scratchy voice. I'm sure there's a character out there who needs that voice, you know, yes. so exactly. So that's one of the coolest things like in the main, in the actual acting industry, sometimes people sometimes just have to have that acting face, you know, that they have to look, they have to look right. They have to act right. They have to do all kinds of things. And oftentimes they're just not right for the role or some people may not even be right for acting, but voiceover acting is something that pretty much anyone can get into. So I think it's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. I think that this is so neat. And I'm glad that you're getting a lot of work that way. Mm -hmm. And so you have a book. Yes, I that do. We I have talked a, book. a little bit about before, but let's talk about it again, because there's some things that you want to share. Absolutely. Which, which one? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I have three. <laughs> I know. I know you do, but let's see. Okay. So let's go with, um, how about okay, the latest one? I, we can do maybe I'm thinking about the one. How about Saber Black? Let's go with Saber Black. Let's go with that. Awesome. Okay. So here we go. Saber Black is, I'm really excited about this. It is um, my latest book. Um, it's my third book and it just came out, but we are doing a relaunch of this. Um, and what it is, is it is a young adult slash teen fantasy sci-fi mix um, about a teenage girl named Saber Black and about these winged people, uh, these people who have wings basically. And the good guys are called Sarahs and the bad guys are called Sendars. Now the main character Saber, she is a, she is a Sendar, she's born a Sendar, but she fights for the Sarahs. So the question is, is she good? Is she bad? Is she both? That's pretty much the synopsis there. I love it. I love it. And I'm glad that this is something else that's re repopping. I, I really think that this is exciting. And the one thing that you mentioned last time was how much of an influence this is going to be for the reader to really bring out the good within themselves mm -hmm. and basically in humanity. Absolutely. 100%. And um, yeah, this is going to be a huge influence on people, I think, because um, it, it d delves into a lot of issues on, okay, should I be fighting for, you know, tradition and, and what I know? Or should I be fighting for what I know and feel my heart is right? And, you know, which is right and wrong. And, you know, it's just this really hard battle that a lot of people have to fight that I think everyone probably goes through at least once in their life, trying to figure things out. And I think that this book will hopefully help these people to kind of have a little bit of a better understanding. And just like you said, to kind of bring out the good in people, um, you know, and the main character, she's a very relatable character. My parents love her. <laughs> um, she's, she's just a very relatable, you know, teen who is not, you know, one of those teens who just, you know, snaps at their parents or has, it sets a bad example. She is a little sarcastic because that's what teens are into these days, apparently, but she's, she's just, she's not sarcastic at people uh, that, you know, are authority figures or anything. Sometimes she just has, she has problems and she has pasts that she's trying to avoid. I think a lot of teens can relate with this as well. She has some stuff in her past that she does not she does not like that she's trying to run from. And the one of the one, kind of two of the main like sayings about Saber Black that we use is number one, don't let your past define your future. And also your, uh, I believe there was another one, your past does not define you, something to that effect. And that's because that's what Saber has to learn that your past does not define your future. You know, oh, that's, that's the other one, changed by her past defined by her future. So you know, that, that fun stuff. And you expand upon a lot of the principles of this book with your TV show. Yes, indeed. But let's talk a little bit about that because all of this culminates together to bring some really well-rounded applications within our own life. And it's really neat to see how well you influence um, people through your writing, as well as the things that you share, and also through your performances. So let's talk a little bit about that too. 
Thank you so much. And yeah, absolutely. So I have an Instagram show. Um, I am a, uh, and actually was a, was a radio show host for some time. So that's cool too. Um, but yes, I am an Instagram show host called of a show called teen topics and that airs every month. And we got one coming up next September, I believe September 4th, actually, uh, it's every Saturday, every eh, the first Saturday of every month. Um, and it is about interviewing kids and also just talking about inspiration, entrepreneurship, um, motivation, fashion, technology, creativity, all that. And I also love to interview. I have usually two guests each time. Uh, it varies, but usually two guests each time that are, they're making some kind of difference in the community of teenagers, adolescents, and young adults and kids as well. Um, and whether they're a teen themselves that themselves that's actually contributing to the community, like for example, they're an entrepreneur or they're some other uh, you know amazing amazing doing amazing things at a young age, or whether they're an adult who is helping uh, teens a lot. So just different things like that. Um, I love to make it fun, make it exciting for people to watch, not just like boring. I usually start off with something, some some little bit of a song I know or something and, um, you know, just little little things like that. But it's, I'm really excited. You've been doing a lot of really neat video posts. And Thank you. they've been very, very inspirational. Thank the you. The message has been it. fantastic. So I've been really excited to see the things that you have had going on. And what else is on your plate? Um, so much. So I know. <laughs> oh, acting. Yay. So um, we've got an amazing film short that's coming up um, that my daddy is working on that I'm so excited to talk about. It's called The Box in the Basement. And this is something I'm just honestly proud, proud of him and of the project because it has gone a mighty long way and it has come a mighty long way should I say and it has really been an adventure and a lot of fun um but it's also a really touching movie that is in the works right now and I'm so excited some of the scenes almost made me cry definitely made my made my my both my parents cry it's just such a good just a great 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 movie so what it's about a quick synopsis is it is a sci-fi-ish movie that was originally a film short and then turned into a film medium and is now a full length <laughs> and is now a full length feature film and it is about a young girl which is me I'm the lead character uh Avery and she is essentially right now her life sucks she's going through a really tough time and she just lost her brother she uh, is getting bad grades she's you know uh, she's being bullied by school school classmates and she's just having an extreme and her parents are arguing and one of the things that her parents are mainly arguing about is this box that's in the basement this mysterious box that is being hidden and they don't want one of them wants Avery to have it because uh that was that was how it was supposed to be but the other one's like no it's too dangerous so Avery's like what is this box so she goes down into the basement and finds this box essentially there's a warning that it has power to transport you into the future into your own future oh, your own future your and own can, future exactly and you can see you can see the future but if you touch it for too long then essentially what happens is that everyone you know and love 
will cease to exist. And so Avery, but she doesn't hear the last part. She doesn't hear the warning. And all she hears is and sees is her future self having fun, laughing, having a great life. And she so desperately wants to just jump to that future and just wants to go there. But she has to make the choice herself without hearing the warning. She has to make the choice herself. Okay, should I just go? and you know and and go into my future where it's, everything's happy and fun or should i make my future to be good and to be a that happy future should i touch people's lives and help people in order to get to that you know into that future so it's a it's a really really exciting project i'm so happy to be a part of it uh, my daddy has been wearing so many hats for this he's a the director producer creator script writer um editor of the whole um the whole actual film and a billion other things so it's great when i heard that you were a lead in a feature film i just was i was so excited because <laughs> i was thinking these things are just starting to unfold and happen for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Just one, just not that long ago, we were talking about some of the other things that were pretty significant. And this is a major, this is a major. Thank you. Thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. So between voiceovers and acting, do you have any time for writing? Are you working on another book? Have you got something in mind? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not, I feel like the answer to that is yes and no, <laughs> because uh, no, because I'm not working on any particular books right now to be published. How, and I'm always, I'm always writing in general, always writing just random stories. But the yes is because I am working on a no, little bit of a novella that I may, I may not be publishing on Amazon or anything like that, but I will probably be publishing it on a, maybe more of a virtual site like Wattpad or something like that, that I'm really excited about as well. Um, that I just started as a sort of a writing prompt and then it just, it just launched into this full fledged novella. It's already like 76 pages and I think it's around 20,000 words. And I'm just like, where did, how did that happen? But it's really exciting. I'm very excited for it as well. Well, this is something that you said is really exciting. This is really great to have writing prompts. Yes. And oftentimes, even if you are a well-versed writer and you have writer's block, <laughs> those prompts can get the the creativity kind of flowing again mm -hmm. and if you're just new to writing these help you develop it's so much, true yes much more than where i mean than where you're at right now it just really and, has you blossom yeah absolutely and also it's all about like I, I like to tell people because sometimes unfortunately it's kind of a common sight in the writing community where where i kind of hang out sometimes i see other writers that constantly talk about their lack of motivation and it kind of drives me insane because they they totally have the the um the the ability to motivate themselves but the like a lot of times these lacks of motivation are not just like okay i'm feeling down in the dumps but it's like literally like they could if they wanted to but they don't and so it's also about 
if you find something inspiring, then use that and work with that and make it happen. For example, the thing that started this, this story that I'm working on, it actually wasn't even a quote writing prompt. It was actually, I don't know if you've ever seen these before, if you're on Facebook, it's like one of those tag games, you know, where it says tag this person and, okay. and yeah, tag this person. And, you know, it's like, basically uh, the, the tag was originally, you have to, it was a door in the middle of a forest and it said, you have to go through this door uh, and explore this forest with your second atmosphere or something like that. And I thought, what if I turned that into a writing prompt? And then I thought, okay, what if I turn that into a story? And that was kind of where it went. So not only are writing prompts amazing, but just finding the inspiration and motivation in little things that you may never think of, you know? And it's so therapeutic too. I mean, even if you weren't yeah. thinking to yourself, I want to write a book, just yeah. creating your own short stories for just just self-development these things are really great too there it's just so therapeutic to write in general mm -hmm. but if you look at it like i like i want to develop some things internally as you're doing that there is just so much with do you write things out with your hand or do you type things out both. I like to use, I like to use, um, multiple methods when I do things. And I like to, for example, when I'm, if I don't, I don't professionally draw at all. I just like to do it sometimes every once in a while. But when I, when I draw, I like to draw sometimes on paper, sometimes digitally. I really like to kind of have a variance in everything that I do. And especially with writing. So I have many prompts that I actually wrote out on paper, but I write a lot of times digitally. And I even actually right behind me, if you can see right here, I have a typewriter. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So this goes back to what you said from the beginning about balance. Yes. Yes. Because all of those skills are really important and they really develop different parts of you. So this is really exciting. Thank Let me you. ask you too. Now, as far as with the things that you've had going between the voiceovers and acting, do you still have time for other things or is this really taking a lot of time and attention to focus on what the projects that you have right now? Right. No, absolutely. And I think that that's where that's kind of where a, 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 a schedule and daily routine and list of priorities is so important. Um, but yeah, it does take a lot of time. My voiceovers take um, a decent amount of time. Usually it depends on the script that I get and it depends on the voiceover project I'm doing. Some of them are super simple because they're commercials. They only, they're like 30 second commercials. Thus they only take about maybe five minutes to record okay. like you know, to record all of them. Other ones are, you know, for video games and for animated series where I need to actually have, you know, it's like a long, long list. I mean, I had one where I was literally almost the whole day from like 12 to four uh, in a hot, non-air conditioned, uh, part uh, part of the of the house because because we couldn't have the air conditioning on because it created too much noise and it was like that for hours and I had to like be on this call doing voiceovers with a per with a with a team so it really does depend um but it and the acting takes so much time because you have to you know for especially for auditions and such you have to memorize so it it really does and even like i was telling you about the pitch memorizing for the pitch that took a lot of time as well like a big 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 amount of time but those are productive things they're very good things that should take your time and you know we still try to make sure that i have at least a little bit of time to do free free 
to have free time, so to speak, or to do things afterward. But so yeah. are there secrets to memorization on <laughs> there is? Well, it's really interesting because it's I've had kind of an, an interesting journey with memorization that I'm finally thinking I'm starting to get somewhere with it. Um, because for a long time, you know, I don't know if I mentioned this in one of the past interviews, but for a long time, um, I was kind of having a, I was struggling with acting and I even started to, even once I thought that maybe I, it wasn't for me and I should just give up on acting. And it had to do with a lot of reasons. And I tell this to a lot of people when I'm doing my speaking events, because it has also to do with not letting your past define you but one of the things like you were saying about memorization i i was just i i had it was so hard i would just try to memorize it in all the vigor and all the stuff that i would normally be memor like normally be performing it in but i'd be doing it over and over so i'd be all like my brows would be furrowed and and then that means i would get a headache and i'd be like oh then i take medicine and then i feel sick and it's like oh my word this memorization is just how do i get past this yeah. um and so then but then we were just kind of coming trying different things, trying different ways and styles and different, you know, different methods. And some would work, some were just kind of iffy. And right now, what's seeming to work the most is something that my, my mommy has been doing a lot because she was in theater. And essentially it's taking a, you know, a, a paragraph, whatever, and dissecting it. And with one, one, um, one sentence, you just repeat it over and over again and just kind of get it in your head and do whatever creative liberty you want to do with it that you know will help you out. For example, my mommy and I are learning ASL. So one of the things that I'll do is like, for example, if there's uh, say a sentence that says, I want to go home, right? And I'm trying to remember it. So what I'll do is I'll repeat, I want to go home, I want to go home. And also if it helps you, I sometimes do it in different voices too, just to make it fun and also to make it very kind of, Bat, like varied so you know i want to go home i want to go home man you know all that stuff and then and then sometimes if i want to make it even more ingrained in my head i'll do asl as i do it i'll say i want to go home you know and so it was it's just any creative liberties that you know will help you as you go along and i think that really doing that and then doing that over and over and over again got that sentence next sentence over and over again both sentences and then keep going until you have the whole paragraph. That's been the thing that's really helped me the most. Interesting because there are so many people that struggle mm -hmm. with memorization, especially in the acting yeah. arena. And even if you have to do a pitch, like you were saying, or you have to go in front of a lot of people, mm -hmm. sometimes stage fright kicks in. So what I like to, what I like to share about what I like about what you have said is that by changing the voices that you and the way that you said it, I do think that those kind of things will actually help it stick a little bit better. Yeah. 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 I got another one too. Another tip for you. Okay. I'm ready. Another one is if you only, if you have time and it's not like, okay, I have to get this in one day, but if you have at least like two days to memorize, I would highly suggest sleeping over it. And for some people, it may sound like, okay, sleeping over it, but you're not memorizing. You're not actively working on it. No, that's the point. And it helps. I remember there was this one time I was memorizing for a speech and I was like, oh man, I can't get this. 
and I was just like, all right, you know, I'll go over it one more time and going to go to sleep, wake up in the morning. And I have it all down. I'm like what happened? But you, what really happens is that when you're sleeping, you're, it's like a, they, they say it's kind of like a massage for your brain because liquids kind of wash over your brain. And it's just kind of like your brain clears out of all this junk that has, that, that it's been filled with throughout the day. And the stuff that you make sure sticks, like for example, your monologue or whatever you're planning on memorizing, that sticks in the next day and it sticks even more. And it's really, it's just, it's just, it's crazy. It's like, whoa, I can't believe you do that. So if you have extra days, then I highly recommend sleep. And it's just also about making sure that you fill your head with not like too much stuff. One of my favorite books of all time is the Sherlock Holmes series by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And one of the quotes in it that I absolutely love from Sherlock Holmes says, imagine that your brain, your brain is like a little brain attic and you fill it with, with such furniture as you choose. And I absolutely love that because it's so true. It's like little thought furniture that you fill in your little brain attic. It's so cute, but it's true. When, when you fill your head with stuff, it's, it's, it's so hard to find what you're looking for. And so if you just kind of keep it clean and organized, then you know what to, what, you know, you're like, oh, I, I know what to look for, you know. Have you ever, and now you do this with your voiceovers, but have you ever, to memorize something, recorded it, and then played that back, and just continued to listen to it repeatedly? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, yeah. In, in which acting or voice over acting? In acting. Acting, yeah, absolutely, 100%. So, you know, I, I usually work with my parents a lot of times on delivery and how best to do it, but I have done that so many times where, yeah, I've take, you know, got my, my phone right there and then just, you know, done it. And then I look back and it's, it really works because sometimes you pick stuff up that you did and you're like, I did that. It's so crazy. You know, when, uh, for, for one of my, one of the roles that my mommy was playing for, a for a, a TV series, um, it was so funny because we were like coaching her on how to do, do the character best. And she was like, she was doing it and she recorded herself and she played it back. And she's like, why is my head all like a, like a bobblehead? I'm like, why, why am I moving my head all like this and stuff? I'm like, that is so weird. But you wouldn't really catch that when you're in the moment, when you're doing it. But when you record it and you play it back, you do catch it. It's Absolutely. a good thing that you're mentioning that right now, because oftentimes we tend to just deliver something and we don't think about it. But you're, yeah. you're taking me back to when I was training I was being trained on how to be an effective public speaker. And one of the things that they had us do was get up in front of a room of people and deliver a speech that we had to prepare. And it was recorded. They played it back and you got to see all these little nervous habits that you have. Right. <laughs> it makes you more cognizant of how things come out subconsciously through your behavior. And it's very, very fascinating. Also to do that with your voice, especially when you're doing voiceovers and you're looking at how do I make this seamless and sound just very fluid without any ums, hiccups, and all of those things. We generally do the speak without thinking all of that just comes out, but by playing back mm -hmm. your recordings, you hear the things that you do. And it's really fascinating to hear it. 
Yeah, and also I would suggest another thing for when it comes to memorizing for speeches. So what I was also what I was mentioning was like for really memorizing anything, but when it comes to speeches, one big thing is not to start with just memorizing it all at once. And even by that, I, I, I don't mean like memorizing the whole thing at once, but I mean, even still, even sentence by sentence, that's great. But my opinion and my advice for memorizing a speech is do it after you have the outline. My, uh, my parents and I have gotten outlines together all the time when we do speeches, workshops, all that stuff. And it's essentially, if we have a lot to talk about, and it's not just like a, a monologue per se, but it's like, okay, so next we're going to talk about, you know, why this water bottle is great, you know, that kind of thing. And then go on to other things. Then, okay, you want to create, if you don't, if you don't have it already, an outline. Okay, number one, number two number three why this water bottle is great you know etc and then you you memorize that outline first are you going to be saying it no but you still want to memorize it because then it helps you remember what comes next yeah so that's really helpful especially if you get to a point where you're stuck and you're like what is next yeah. this is a really good point too to talk about in essence because oftentimes when we're writing even if it's a book it's so important to have an outline and then you do your rough draft. There's steps to make all of this very successful yes. or I should say a successful outcome. So whether it's a book or a speech a memorization, all of these things, it, those bullet points take you. They're the little stepping stones to getting you to your destination. And so I like how you put that. Thank you. Brought yeah. That, brought that up about out, doing an outline because just uh, these all these secret insights are going to be a lot of fun for the audience I think on this show definitely 100% and you're exactly right about outlines when it comes to books I laughed because I have a very funny story about that where with um with my second book false awakening originally silly me when I when I first started writing it I had no outline I had the only thing I knew of a quote plot was oh yeah you need to have a beginning a middle and an end that's it right <laughs> <laughs> like uh uh, uh past self that is not it <laughs> you know so it was it was really funny because I I was like I think it's great woohoo and I took it to my editor and she's like you know it doesn't really seem like it has a plot, like it has a backbone. And I'm all like, yeah, it does. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And she's like, no, that's not, that's not how you write a book. That is absolutely not. So absolutely, that's for any of you writers in the audience, that's a big, big, big tip. You can totally freestyle. If you're a pantser, which that's what some people, there are two types of writers that are called, now three really, but like there are three types of writers that people say there are plotters, pantsers, and plantsers. Plotters are the people that like to plot everything out before they write anything. They just like to plot, 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 and get everything and get a whole, um, you know, whole style of, of it all. The pantsers, they call them that because they like to write by the seat of their pants. I am originally a pantser because I just love to write and I don't really care. I used to not really care about uh, plots as much. A plantser is someone who's kind of in between, but the thing is, is that whether you're a plotter, a pantser, or a planter, the point is that you do need, not, not for your regular like pet projects, you can do whatever you want, but when it comes to actually writing a book to publish, you do need a plot. You absolutely need a plot. So yeah. You do. It'll get tossed. If you yeah. don't have a plot, it's going to get tossed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the reader doesn't know where to go or what's, I mean, like, it's just just one of those things you have to have a plot gotta have that plot yeah. so yeah. okay so 
let me ask you this before I let you go. What's coming? I know you guys, can you share what's coming? That's the question. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, I would say a lot of writing. Um, keep your eyes peeled for Saber Black, you guys, because that is one of the biggest things that is coming right now is a relaunch, a full relaunch of that. And we are beyond excited in fact um we're we're solidifying i'm pretty sure we've already solidified a date but when we do just 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 keep your eyes peeled on all of our social media accounts where you can see that um and yeah 100 that's one of the biggest things right now um in addition also keep your eyes peeled for any new clips and things from box in the basement because that is also coming out very hopefully very soon we keep asking our daddy like Okay, what, what is it coming out? He's like, I'm trying. Um, but you know, just just keep your eyes peeled. He loves to share little clips here and there when he gets a scene done. So if you, you know, if you go to either my page or also the page, I'll, I'll be sharing contact information later, but all that stuff, you will see it. Um, in addition, keep your eyes peeled for all the other little things. Like right now, there's nothing huge, like for example, a big, huge speaking event, but I do have a lot of little things that I'm working on that are my own projects. I'm really excited to share with you guys. One of them is actually a uh, an audio series that I'm putting together. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I actually was able to cast everybody and for the first episode and I'm working on it right now. I already, and I am also a voiceover actress in this as well. So I'm recording my own lines. I already recorded it. And now I'm putting it all in with background music, sound effects, all that stuff. And I'm hoping it sounds pretty professional. So we're really, I'm really excited about this project and hope to get it out soon, but yeah. I'm excited about all of the things that you have going on. One of the biggest right now is your book because I think that it needs to be in the hands of a lot of people it, across the board. There's not one, I know that you, you have a target age audience, but I think this is gonna be so good for uh, ages young and older or yeah. a bit more mature like no, absolutely myself. my 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 uh, my mommy read the book and b besides being you know me being her daughter she was like okay take all that aside you know she she gave this amazing review on goodreads i was like oh but she it literally made her cry twice like really hard because it's just it's a you know there are touching scenes that i, I was just like i made you cry i'm so honored <laughs> but you know that's that's unfortunately how us writers think we're just like really <laughs> well yeah but, you know, it's evoking emotion that says a lot exactly no that's you're exactly whole, right that's a big purpose because you want your audience to get involved in it as if they're there Yes. And you want them to care about the, about the characters. You know, you, you really, it, it was interesting. Cause you know, when, um, when I was reading 20,000 leagues under the sea by Jules Verne, one of the best books ever. Oh my goodness. Um, when I was reading it there at first, I was like, I wasn't too hooked. I thought it was really a really cool idea, but the characters, it was like, mm, okay. And then once I got around chapter six, he just suddenly started fleshing out the characters so much more. And I was like, I'm in. I want to read this. I want to read this to the end. And <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm not letting it go. So and then I read the whole thing and I was just like, I want to read this again. So, but that's that's so important that one person I remember it was for a, a Christian author, um, and I forget what book it was, but it wasn't really exactly of the best quality. And the one of the people who <laughs> reviewed it, <laughs> one of the people who reviewed it said that they 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 it was a good story, good plot, well, well-rounded. 
but the characters had no depth and thus they didn't really care about what happened to them if one of them died if one of them got injured if one of them you know something terrible happened in their lives they didn't really care because they weren't there with them. I think that it's so important to have characters that are deep and, you know, that people can relate to, you know. And like you said, you're there. You're you there. be there. Because if you can get exactly. into it, you can imagine it and you're visualizing this as you're reading. Yeah, you're there. So let the audience know how they can get in contact with you, follow everything that you're doing, watch your, watch your TV show, all of it. All right. Here we go, everybody. What, what? <laughs> Drum roll, please. I love okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So for me, um, you can find me all over the place uh, on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok as a Fox author. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn and YouTube as Ariana Fox. And um, for my parents and what they're doing with Fox in the Basement and all that, you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn and Instagram and YouTube as well as either Splash Design Works, Splash DW, or Official Mike Fox. Um, and then also, uh, yes, the Teen Topic Show. So you can find uh, previous episodes of that. Yeah. You can find previous episodes of that um, on my Instagram because it's an Instagram show. Uh, you can find that on my IGTV section, but also keep your eyes peeled for when I make announcements for the next episodes because there are definitely more to, more to come. And um, for my books, you can find those all over the place as well. Um, my first book, the, my children's book, The Princess Chronicles is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and I think a few other places and also on my site, arianafox.com, A-R-I-A-N-N-A-F-O-X.com for personalized signed copies. Um, and same goes with False Awakening, uh, Amazon. It's actually a uh, sci-fi best-selling novel on Amazon. So that's super exciting. Um, so yes, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble and my site for personalized signing copies, Saber Black. We are so excited about this. It is now available, but we're going to be doing a big relaunch anyway, but you can yes. still buy it 100%. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, dot com and Goodreads and, um, so many other sites that I don't even remember, but you can probably find it anywhere. Um, and then also, very soon they will be available for assigned copies as well on my site that's fantastic i'm super excited about all of this and i want to thank you ariana for coming on all the time you're just so energetic energetic <laughs> and you bring so much to the table for the audience to think about to be engaged in to be inspired by and i just want you to know how much joy that you bring me and i'm so thankful to have you on each and every time thank you Thank you so much. And I am so grateful for real every single time that you bring me on. I'm just like, oh my goodness, another opportunity to be able to, to just chat, to inspire people. And also, you know, I absolutely love these opportunities. You are rocking it. And I love also, I, I know I've mentioned this before. I just love the name of this. Rebecca sounds revelly. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love, go, go ahead. I got to have people wake up, wake up. And yes. Listen. Listen exactly. To have to say. I'm learning French. So just the other day, I learned the word for wake up and that's se réveiller. And that's where it, the word comes from. Reveille comes from se réveiller. And so just like, I was like, yeah, I love it. It's amazing. Just wake up, wake up call. <laughs> I love words. And this, how it started is because of my military background. And that is what they, the name is to wake people, wake uh, Marines, soldiers, sailors, up in the morning is the reveille call. So yeah, I, I want to wake people up to things that are going to make a difference in their life. So thank you again for being here today. We're going to have you back here shortly. 
Absolutely. I, look I love it. Shortly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I want to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of Rebecca Sounds Revelly. We love Ariana. She is so fantastic. And I hope that you have really been able to take a lot of notes from today's show. If not, catch the replay because you want to use all of these tips and tricks. You'll need them at some point or somebody that you know in your life is going to need it. So make sure you get this out to all your friends, family, everybody you know on social media and everybody you don't. Ciao for now.